0: Welcome to What's on the Block, a podcast hosted by X4 Technology, getting answers to the biggest questions on blockchain and the metaverse. The virtual world has a global community of innovators, and we are here to tell you what they're up to. My name is Maxine Ewing, and I'm here with Sandra Halu to talk about how the metaverse has no limits. Sandra, thank you for being here.
1: Hey, Maxine. Thanks. Nice to be back.
0: So to start off, let's talk about you know the current infrastructure of the world you know pre metaverse. If you can even if you can even do that, um, what limitations currently exist despite you know easier access to the internet and technology and you know global advancements, et cetera? What are still the limitations that are holding us back?
1: I think rather than looking at them as limitations, we kind of need to see where we have been in regards to our vision and how we want people to connect and engage and what we can do with it now. So if I was to say maybe some limitations, COVID definitely highlighted a lot of pain points that people probably weren't prepared for or ready to kind of take into consideration across different industries. One thing that I'm really passionate about, and I believe that the metaverse will really impact and bring you know, to life or can bring to life is the concept of borderless education. Uh, you know, and I think that's something that probably has affected everyone. I know for myself, when I was growing up, maybe there was a course I wanted to do in a separate country, which meant I had to go and then become an exchange student, which probably added a lot of, you know, barriers to it or or was difficult. If we look at borderless education in the metaverse, then we are literally allowing people to open their own, you know, their own kind of world to one setting, maybe their own curriculum, being able to, you know, get resources From where they deem necessary to build how they want their career to look like, rather than being confined to a particular geolocation or space amongst others. As humans, we're not really, technology has played a really big part in pushing us in that direction, anyways. I think anyone now can jump on Coursera, Udemy, and a couple of others and already learn. You know, YouTube has really supported with that. But if we push it a bit further, then we can see how borderless education in the metaverse will become massive. Are we ready for it? Uh, very good question. I think, well, from my perspective, anyways, again, I'm going to go back to COVID. When COVID hit, a lot of schools weren't equipped for digital, um, you know, education for their students. So, you know, some of them didn't have laptops, they didn't have the curriculum online, they didn't have the resources to do it. I would like to see that this advancement will happen in the next, you know, couple of years to come. And it would be nice to watch it roll out because the more people talk about it, the more we see that this not only will tie in with uh, individuals, but it'll also tie in with how can we assist and support others who, you know, previously did not have access to schools or could not attend schools due to, you know, maybe health issues or, or any other factors that played a part in it. So that to me is a big passion of, you know, how the metaverse can impact positive change in how people engage and interact with each other.
0: And you bring up COVID and the limitations that kind of, you know, came to light, um, you know, as a result of COVID and, you know, across the world, I think issues came to light. Um, And of course, there are so many existing issues across a vast uh, variety of different countries of internet accessibility, et cetera. I guess, what are the infrastructure points that you think need to be addressed in tandem with mass adoption of the metaverse being a resource um, for people to, as an example, you know, have access to uh, more diverse education.
1: When COVID hit, people moved from the menu to them scanning a QR code. And the same thing can happen now, right? Because we can utilize with Metapolis. You can scan a QR code and then that will open up an augmented reality, um, you know, uh, that can trigger, sorry, an augmented reality experience that you can engage with. You also can use NFCs, you can use beacons, you can use a whole bunch of technology that we already have in existence that people are not that unused to, um, you know, dealing with or, or operating. With Metapolis, we are looking at being, We are not looking at replacing reality we're looking at adding value to it so we want to be that bridge between the physical and the digital world so we're not telling people hey leave your physical world if anything we're saying to them look this is how you can add the metaverse or you know this or even ar into your day-to-day or your marketing strategy or your industry and this is what it can look like and how people can interact with it and engage so You know, I can give you a perfect example, and this kind of touches back to last time when we were talking about avatars. I wear an iWatch, and I'm sure a couple of other people wear an iWatch, right? But if this iWatch was linked to my avatar, then any task I can complete in the physical world, let's say it leveled up my avatar or it opened up, you know, certain features for me, then that kind of links what I am doing in the physical world with the digital world. If you look at people who operate now, you know, remote work is probably one of the biggest industries currently uh, in, in companies Um, because how are people going to incentivize their workers? You can incentivize them through the metaverse. You can incentivize them and keep that company culture going through, you know, again, metaverse play, playable actions, metaverse rewards, um, you know, rewards through NFTs as strategy. You can keep building up and adding to it, depending on what you want to actually achieve. I don't think that technological infrastructure is an, Issue for us, I think it's more understanding how can we use what we currently have access to, and connected with what we want to actually achieve, because we do have technology. And I touched base on this in the other podcast as well, which is again, yes, while we do have access to internet, not everyone has the same speed, not everyone has the same laptop, and not everyone has the same mobile phone. So I want to move away from that kind of answer and now try and give you a different perspective, which is let's take the technology we have and try to make that infused with the metaverse or blockchain in itself.
0: So, okay. So we've talked about some of these like really, really exciting, at least for me, applications of the metaverse and Metapolis. Do you envision in, I don't want to say the extreme future, but, you know, probably, probably, you know, farther along than, um, you know, the examples that you just gave, things like onerous tasks, so to speak, being, You know, made less onerous through the metaverse. So, the example that comes to mind um, is that, you know, everyone in the US dreads going to the DMV to deal with anything related to their driver's license because it's long lines and it's always a nightmare. Um, So, I don't know, do you envision that the metaverse will kind of slowly begin to house those kinds of things that, you know, for a lot of people can actually be like, serious barriers to you know, being able to go to work um, or just like live their lives?
1: Um, or, or is that not what you think the metaverse is going to include? I mean, look, the metaverse can include anything we want it to be, right? Again, this is why it comes down to the strategy and how we want to connect it to, again, the industry that we operate in and what our end goal is. A lot of people who do not have the ability to get from point A to point B can make use of the metaverse, especially if their avatar is linked to their identity. Right? Um, for example, a lot of people who travel, they might need to, you know, I don't know, apply for an international driver's license suddenly, and instead of having to drive back all the <laughs> travel back all the way to their country, let's say they can pop into a governmental, you know, position within the metaverse that represents their country or what they have to do, get it done, and then it happens. So. Yes, it it is feasible, but it really just comes down to how people envision it. I guess
0: to finish off, what do you think we can expect like the next year in the metaverse space, you know, and the next five years, and then maybe the next 10 years, if we can even predict that far in the future?
1: Wow, the next five, 10 years. I mean, this space is changing every night, (laughs) to be honest, every quarter. um, Look, one thing I can definitely say is, Competition is healthy. I think, you know, people should not look at it as being one metaverse that overtakes them all or one blockchain that overtakes them all. And in the day, the more we work together, the better it is, the more we connect, the better it is, the more we become IO, the better it is. I think for me, the way I'd like to answer this is that no matter what project you're doing or, you know, what your strategy is for any, you know, kind of any industry, just always be quick to pivot and to understand that the technology that is currently available you can adapt or at least start thinking about it because again, I think we do forget how early, and I don't like using the term early, but we, we are early in this space. A lot of people still do not know, you know, how to enter, um, the the metaverse or how to interact with NFTs or the full potential of NFTs. I mean, NFTs haven't really even scratched the surface with what they can actually do. So if we take all of this bring it together, I can't predict what's going to happen in the next 10 years. I know for a fact what we have on our roadmap for you know, Zilliqa, for Metapolis, for the verticals that we are looking at, at bringing to life in Web3. But one thing I would say is definitely always be ready to be able to pivot, shift ideas, and just really work around what you feel is going to add value to the space rather than take away from it. And I think that is a good basis for us to build a beautiful new. What three?
0: That was Sandra. Tune in next week to stay in the loop with what's on the block.